Peace and what's up, everybody? This is Redirect, the podcast. I am solo today. I don't have my co-host. That's what I mean by being solo. Um, I am Devon Rocket Brocket. I got that that extra <laughs> nickname from our uh, guest today, <laughs> the Rocket part. Um, I'm the mindful uh, historian of the podcast. Um, and I'm happy to be here, man. I'm happy to be alive. It, it's a great day today because, number one, I am alive. And it's a great day because it's Father's Day. So for all those fathers out there, congrats. Um, thank you for doing all that you do. For everybody that takes that father role, again, thank you for everything that you do because your role is so important. We have a special guest today, um, Mr. Justin White. He is an international man. He's not in the States. He's in the UK. So I'm going to let him fully introduce himself. He has a podcast um, as well. So, Justin, go ahead and tell the listeners who you are, what you about, and where you are. What's up, y'all? I am Justin White. Like I said, I currently live in the UK. I've been living overseas for since, since about 2011. Uh, I love I love traveling, love being overseas. I, I, just, I, just, I prefer being in other countries than I, for like two years at a time and constantly moving around. It's my thing. I have a podcast, like you said, called The Misplaced American, which I started because I and people enjoy my travel stories. I have a story from like essentially every country I've been to. I have a tattoo from every country I've been to. You know, like, so that, those kind of stories come up and everyone's like, wow, like, I really enjoy that. And I have American friends that want to know like, what people in Italy are like. You know, do Italians really shave their legs or do British people really <laughs> have bad teeth? You know, so it's a little small stuff that like, most people just don't realize like, yeah. people are interested in. So I'm, I constantly always uh, give people uh, just different perspectives of what like what life is on the other side of the world from, from an American standpoint. So that's me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a father as well. So I have Father's Day to everyone. I have a two. Oh, sorry, I get yelled at by women. An 18 year old month, 18 months girl, 18 year old month, whatever girl. girl, girl. <laughs> she I said, too. <laughs> yeah, I said a one year old, and they were like, "How many months?" I was like, "I don't." She was born in November. They're like, "Oh, she's like 17 months." I was like, "Okay, whatever." She's 17 months. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have a one year old little girl. Super smart, super cool. So happy Father's Day to everyone. Where can they find you, Justin? Oh, please find me on Spotify and YouTube or Instagram, honestly. And, and I was lucky enough to get the name The Misplaced American. There's no yeah. underscores, numbers. It's literally yeah. just, if you look up The Misplaced American on YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, or Facebook, I have a fan page as well. So It's a dope podcast, y'all. You're doing yourself a disservice if you're not listening to it. So please go check them out. We did a joint episode last week, um, and it was great. I loved it. Um, That's why he's here today, y'all. That's why he's here today. I have a question for you, Justin. What is the craziest question you've gotten from people overseas about people in America? (laughs) I'm answer, so it's just, I have two two of those. The first okay. one is coming from a black being a black man. Uh-huh. Uh, this British this British girl was dating my homeboy, and so I'm, hang, I'm hanging out over there. Uh-huh. And she goes, "So how do you know what gang to join?" <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go, "You know, I, I, I'm sorry, excuse me." She's like, "You know, like I always see the movies and stuff. You know, like Bloods, Crips. You know, all these different gangs everywhere. You know, prison shows where like." essentially all black people are being depicted as gang members or like fighters yeah. or something like, you know, just kind of typical, like the people you don't want to be like around. Yeah. And she goes, what, how do you know what gang to join? Like, isn't it kind of dangerous? Like, aren't you afraid you're going to get shot or beat up or killed? And I was like, I don't think you know what America's like. 
I'm like, you don't have to join a gang to, to be make it in America. Yeah. And she was shocked. She was genuinely shocked because she thought all black people in America had to be in a gang. Like, and no, and, and she sure maybe it was ignorance on her part for not looking more into it. But it's how Americans are depicted, or or black Americans were depicted at the time. That's uh, crazy. Was, <laughs> that is crazy. I, I didn't know. <laughs> like, and it's, it's a funny thing because a lot of British people think I don't want to go to America because I don't want to get shot. And that's, that's the first thing, like, oh, do you want to go to America? Or like, would you ever want to live in America? And the first thing it says, no, I don't want to get shot. So that says, says a lot about, says a lot about what, what people, what outside Americans think about America. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the second one is, do you know LeBron James? I hope, <laughs> like, I hope, I I hope you say yes. <laughs> no, no, oh no, I was, I was LeBron James' friend. Like, this was a girl. So I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like yeah, that's my home. LeBron, LeBron, that's my homeboy. <laughs> I can't, I can't, my, my phone, my phone's, we were at the beach. It's like, oh, my phone's up there on the, on the sand. But yeah, I know Bron. I know Bron. Oh, we Yeah, but yeah, being, being, I would say being African American overseas, like outside of America is like a gold, it's like a, everyone calls, everyone tells you you have the golden ticket because you're, you're the exotic one. So like, really? you always get the, like you get the exotic questions like, oh my God, you're so different. Like think of like, it's like the new kid in school complex. Yeah. New kid in school, no matter how what he looked like, what she she looked like, they always got attention. So you're mm. now overseas, you're the new kid in a yeah. whole new country. So I'm like, yeah. essentially in my town, I'm like the only black guy and I'm the only black American guy. So when people see me, like, wow. I'm, I'm getting honked at, rolling down the street and people are waving at me and like, oh, hey, Justin. I'm like, hey, strange person I've probably met before, but I don't remember your name. Stuff like that. And then, you know, then, Add that to me, an outgoing person. You know, it's kind of like a you meet people, and it's like girls are like, "Oh my God, you're exotic! Can you just keep talking? Like, can you say? Can you say Like, <laughs> that's so funny, man. Like, I, I never would have thought of that was the case overseas, yeah, at least in the UK. I remember hearing a podcast you guys actually said before, and it said uh, you, you were like, "Oh, why isn't how like ebonics essentially? Why yeah. isn't that considered like exotic? How people talk, or why is yeah. it like how we?" How black people speak considered like a very like interesting way to speak, or why don't people like mimic the way we speak, or they make fun of it if they do? And I was I told I messaged Quran after the ep- I listened to the episode, and I was like, man, overseas, if when I get into my country, my country bumpkin bag, <laughs> man, women melt like, and not even country, not even extreme. Let me let me throw out a yes, ma'am. Really? I just I be I used to work at a bar and I was making drinks. And she's like, she's like, excuse me. I'm like, yes, ma'am. She said, ooh, <laughs> you know, and just so they like, got manners formal- overseas. Yeah, like little formalities <laughs> that you have in America in the South that you grew up. I grew up saying yes, ma'am, yes, sir. To yeah, everyone. yeah. But yeah. here, here they don't even say excuse me when they walk by you. They just walk by you, or they'll stand behind you if you're in the aisle and you don't recognize someone behind you. They'll stand behind you till you move. They won't really? say excuse me. So if really? I say excuse me to people, they like get they like get they're like oh, 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 like nervous and stuff. Or like I'm like yes ma'am or yes sir they're like oh that's different. One that's lady told me she wanted my, she wanted her child to talk like me when she ever says child she's gonna teach him to talk like me because she thinks yes ma'am and yes sir are the most respectful thing she's ever heard and it shocked me because again I was raised if you don't say yes ma'am yes sir you're getting popped in the mouth. Yeah, so. that's interesting, bro. Because we're kind of taught here at least my education that people in England and Britain are respectful and polite and you know they're drinking tea and. You know, good day and Cheerio and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's not the case. See, this is why this is why I have a, this is why I have a podcast called "The yeah. American" because I I get all the perspectives. Being here, I've noticed they have super dry humor. They're in American standards, they're rude, but here okay. it's just being normal. Like okay. they, you don't say excuse me when you walk past somebody. You don't say yes, ma'am, yes, sir. You don't. You know, you you essentially don't speak. You know, you don't. And if you hmm. do speak to somebody, they don't have a sense of 
a sense of time and space. So like they'll sit outside and talk to you in the rain for like thirty minutes, and you're like, you, and you do the whole like, all right, you know, you know, you're like, you're like, all right, man, like, what, you, what, what, what you about to do? Or do you do that step back? Like, all right, man, yeah. you're all like, shh, all right, like they don't get that. They're like, oh, what do you want to do? I'm like, oh, I gotta go pick my kid up. They're like, oh, what's your kid name? I'm like, yo, chill. I gotta I'm go. trying to leave, bro. And they, like, you'll be across the hallway screaming like, I gotta go. They're like, oh, what? Where are you going? <laughs> but it's just little formalities like that all across yeah. the world are different. Anyways, off on a tangent. Back to what saying. I apologize. No, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. That's like you said, that's why you have a podcast. That's why you have a platform to help everybody understand other people better. Because I didn't know that. And I'm pretty sure there's some people in England that don't know. Well, basically what you said, there's a lot they don't know about African Americans and Americans in general. Cause I would have milked that story, boy. I'd have been like, you know, it's hard, man, you know. Every game trying to get you, man. <laughs> my, my, boy, my boy Ricky one time, he was running down the street. I just I couldn't help him. <laughs> I had to yell out Ricky real loud, man. <laughs> yeah, I would have some fun a lot with a lot of them because they don't know. Yeah, they've never seen, they've never seen, like, the only thing they've seen is TV shows where, like, black people are being arrested. And, like, again, I, I told someone today, we'll probably get into this later. Representation is everything. And I, I want to, to remember that, touch back into that when we talk about Father's Day. We, we talk about Father's Day, which it is Father's Day. I want to come back to it. Representation is everything. And I got approached by that recently, but we'll talk about it in a second. Nah, bro, let's jump into it. You, you brought it up. Let's jump into it, man. <laughs> so, so I, um, if you, if you follow me, if anyone follows me on Instagram, I'm very pro black. And I tell everyone that my, my favorite thing to say is I'm unapologetically forever pro black. And I will yes. constantly share black things until I'm essentially dead. Yes. And so obviously today was Father's Day. So I post everything I posted was black fathers, dope black fathers, support black fathers, black fathers are out there. I, everything I posted has been black fatherhood. I have a shirt on today that uh, if it, if it's just going to be on video. Yeah, we're going to post it. It's essentially a shirt my mom sent me for Father's Day. And it says Yo. black fathers and have, has all these like positive affirmations about what black fathers are. Yo, that's dope. And so I wore that today, and again, I'm very pro-black. And so someone messaged me. Go ahead. I had a friend message me, uh, a white British person, and oh. he's 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 not a confrontational person. He's just a very debative person. And he was like, "What about?" He's like, "So you're saying this? Like, what about, what about white fathers?" And I was like, "What about what about y'all?" And he's essentially he was like, "He's like, well, black fathers are out there. He's like, do they not, do they not matter as much as black fathers?" And I was like. Well, I'm a black father. So what are you trying to say? Yeah. And he was like, I just feel like, you know, all fathers should like, you know, just like the black lives matter and like all fathers matter. He's oh, like, all fathers should matter. He's like, why are you just why are you just like signifying or magnifying uh just black fathers if you, like you why can't white fathers be, you know, uh strong, strong willed, focused and all these all these positive affirmations that my shirt said. And so I was like, I was like, I'm saying that you're a debate debated person. So I'm gonna come up to you in the most respect possible. Yeah. I'm black. And I'm always gonna be black. And I've gotten shit for being black, like essentially my whole life. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it's like historically speaking, if you look at any movie, TV show, music, like anything depiction of black fathers, it's not positive. Yes. I was like, we have more negative connotation negative outlooks about black fathers in, in America than I, I, I I'm happy to say. Yeah. I was like, so if I get any point in time or any moment to show you that I'm a positive black father or I can lift up other fellow black fathers in the world, and I, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not going to like fan, fan your ego flame because, you know, for one moment you feel you, your white fatherhood is being threatened because 
I'm showing a strong, I'm, I'm being a strong black father. And I, I, you know, I'm not sorry, but you know, get over yourself. <laughs> essentially, I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm constantly like my people like people who look like me have constantly been brought down for so many years and so many yes. TV shows, music, and like people like like. So, Posting about future, oh, future's a deadbeat dad, or he's paying X amount in child support. Rick Ross owes this much in child support, and it's constantly all we see. And then like people make fun of like people like Russell Wilson for taking care of someone else's kid. Yeah, you know. And so it's like it's like so. Excuse me for having one moment, one day of the year, for me to for me to should be like you know what, I want to shout out all black fathers, like all black dads. You know what, everyone is doing a good job. Everyone is actually trying. And if you're not trying, don't talk to me. <laughs> but because like I now that I have a kid, I can honestly say I couldn't imagine not doing anything for my kid. So all the black fathers are trying, good job, and I'm going to shout you out and know what, keep doing you. It's like yeah. so, uh, this is a moment to magnify black fathers. Like yes, like for for a culture that's been told, oh, I bet your dad don't live with you. Or, my, or, or the joke, or the running joke was, my dad went to the store and never came back. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. Give me a moment to be like you know what you're hardworking you're a strong man you're doing everything you can do like i'm, I'm gonna lift, lift, lift my people up like and he was like well what about white fathers i was like you lift yourself lift, lift, lift them up i was like <laughs> if, if, you, if you feel the need to be like yo white pride white fathers are out there do it then do it i was like again you have the right to say whatever you want to say however results may vary results may vary like, <laughs> I, just, I, I love that saying he, he, he was like i'll be called racist i was like hey no no, no. it's your right to say what you want to say I was like, yes. but don't get mad when the end result is something you don't want, to, want want it to be. If you know it's gonna cause a stir, then why would you want to say it? Exactly. I was like, I'm willing to back up my stance of st- supporting black people no matter what. I was like, if you want to come at me in the wrong way, then I can I can support that. But it's like, can you can you handle and can you support your stance of white power? I'm like, go ahead. Like white white fatherhood is the best. Hey man, go ahead. I can guarantee I, I, I got about ten black friends that'll bring you down and, and tell you that why you you posting just that instead of uplifting black fathers is probably gonna be the like not the best idea or read the room kind of moment like you could have said that just not right now the funny thing is man you don't have to say white fathers matter or white lives matter Mm -hmm. because it's already it's like it's known it's 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 how we're socialized to think it's in the the television it's in movies it's in literature like I said before, that almost is like player one, Mario. We're Luigi, yeah. you know. <laughs> people, people always say Mario jump higher than Luigi and do all these other kind of things that he really can't do. But that's what we believe because that's what we're taught. So you don't have to say black. I mean, white fatherhood matters. We do because we have to balance the negative, the negative stereotypes and negative images that are put out there about our people. Perfect example, you have a person in the UK asking you what kind of ja- what kind of game you have to join in order to survive in America because of what is being pushed out to her. Now, imagine what's being pushed out to people in Australia and um, Yugoslavia and Russia and all these other different kinds of countries. It ain't positive. Even in some African countries, I, when you talk to people from sp- certain African nations, they'll say the same thing. The kind of information we get about African-Americans is not pa- positive. We're told not to interact with you all. You guys are crazy, mm-hmm. lazy. Um, neighborhoods are terrible, gang-ridden. Like, we don't want to associate ourselves with y'all. Yeah, like, African countries are, some African countries are literally sitting out, like, <laughs> like, like, welcoming packets like hey if you guys are in trouble you guys come like, the fact that you have to have an african country which is no offense africa is a very rich country but a, a less than fortunate country compared to america mm-hmm. call you and be like yo if y'all need help come to africa mm-hmm. like come back home like yeah 
like America's supposed to be the land, the free home of the brave and all that good stuff. And it's like, we're supposed to be the richest country in the world and the best country in the world and stuff. And like, so for a country that's not as convenient, I'll say not as convenient or privileged as America is yes. to tell me, Hey, we'll help you. Like you need help. Why can't yeah. my rich, why can't my rich family help me? Why do I have to go to my, why do I have to go to somebody who just saw me struggling to help me? It's, but exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, you're fine, bro. You said something that made me think about one of the things I want to talk to you about today. Mm -hmm. um, you said, read the room, right? There's one person I feel like did a very poor job <laughs> of reading the room symbolically <laughs> in, in America right now. And that person is one of our great rappers, MCs, however you want to categorize them, J. Cole, bro. J. Cole, what are you doing? <laughs> now i'm not for canceling him i know some people's yeah. like bro he need to be canceled you know he out of pocket this that and the other right i think he he just didn't do a good job of understanding what it was that he was saying and and what kind of what kind of consequences that would get from the rest of you know america black america specifically Go ahead. I, I, you you itching for it. Go ahead, bro. Go yeah. Ahead. <laughs> so I, I actually, when I first heard it and I first yes. saw the responses, I, I, everyone knows me. If anyone knows me, I'm 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 J Cole first. J Cole oh, Wale. One, one second. One second, bro. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about J Cole putting out a song. I think it's called Snow on the Bluff or Snow something on the like bluff, that. Yeah. Snow on the Bluff. He put out a song. Um, he doesn't specifically say who he's talking about, but it's kind of known that he's talking hey, about. He, it. He, actually, he actually tweets about it. After he posted the song, say it's about her essentially. Okay, okay. So he's he's made it known so he, that he's he talking tweeted about that, it. Yeah, because it was a subliminal met like subliminal subtweet. Yes. People, I don't have a Twitter. Uh, yeah. Subtweet that she was tweeting that she she was like, oh, these rappers and artists, you all hype up and big up. They they ain't, they ain't out here like talk rapping about the issues. Yeah. And so <laughs> and so, but 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 the thing was, this was a one tweet out of a series of like fourteen tweets essentially. Yeah, he took that. And he so J Cole, as he said, decided to make a song called "Snow on the Bluff." Yes, <laughs> about that one tweet. Yes, that like all oh, the guys, people you hyping up, and he took it personal. Which yes. again, if I, if I'm an artist and I'm out here beating the streets and doing what I can to support my people, and you try to target me, I'm gonna read that one tweet. And be like, you know what? If I can do, if I can, uh, if I can say something and people hear it, I'm gonna say something. Yeah. My, I tell everyone, my biggest thing when it comes to my opinion is one, does it need to be said? And two, am I the one to say it? And both those answers are normally no. So with him responding, it was my first heard it. Cause again, everyone, I'm big up J. Cole, like J. Yes. Cole Wale, my two yes. favorite artists. My two great, favorite, like, great, great conscious artists. artists. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> so when I first heard it, I was like, everyone's, I hear everyone's like, yo, you guys are crazy. You guys are like, psycho j cole should never be canceled j cole's right he's always right the song he called her a queen in the song he hyped her big <laughs> up he said he needed help like everything everyone was everyone that like, people on j cole's side was saying i was with yeah then you told me you know listen to it again i said like, all right i listened to it again i sat there and i was like huh so i went and listened to her song because i didn't know she made a song you shared her yeah. song yeah. so i went and listened to her song i was like to be fair, she probably also should not have responded because now, now, the, now the complete now the issue is completely taken off the tar the direction is completely taken off the issue, but now to a beef. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, but the initial response was her her saying what she had to say. She was speaking her mind. She's a young lady on social media speaking her mind, doing what she has. Yeah. To do. good on you. She's a young black woman, which is already a really risky place to target somebody. If you want to target anybody, a young <laughs> yes. black woman in America is probably not where you want to go. Yes. J Cole being a smart individual. 
I want to say this is a rollout or something. I want to say this is a rollout. I want to say that he's being smart. I want to say that he's trying to draw attention for some kind of project happening. I want to say that. But I think happened is he got in his feelings because he got real yes. pissed off that somebody called him yes. out. And yes. I think that he knee-jerk reactions instead of thought thinking about it because he's a human. And again, as, as, he, but he responded to this. Maybe, maybe he's smart. And, you know, he, he said straight up in the song, he's like, I'm, I don't know everything. He's like, yeah. you know, he's like, yeah. I'm learning. He's like, help me. Yeah, but, I got but, degrees, but I ain't as deep. I'm not as deep as everybody thinks I yeah, am. But the problem yeah. is, he shouldn't have said that on the platform. Like that's something he should have approached her with separately or a tweet. But actually, the tw- if he had just tweeted back, that would have been a, more something than a song. The song gave people so much ammo, and I think that's what the problem is. Was like he, it sounded like he was not attacking a young black woman, but it was like with everything going on, you decided, and uh, you, you've been quiet. I mean, he's been marching and with yes. the support, and, I, and I see, I've seen that. But yeah. you've been essentially musically and lyrically been quiet this whole time. And the first thing you want to do is come out, uh, first thing come out of your mouth is a debate against a black woman about, not, she never named anyone, about yeah. artists who don't support the cause or, or, or aren't vocally supporting the cause. And so instead of you making a song, about vocally supporting calls like Wale did the next day. Yeah. He made us, he, he decided to make a song appro- attacking some, not attacking, <sighs> approaching someone about a situation outside the situation. Yes. So he essentially just proved her point. That's how I saw it. This is it, how it, I feel about it, Justin. It's like, you know, Quran's not here right now, right? Right. To me, it would be like me coming on this podcast and talking to you and the listeners about something I don't like about Quran. It's not the right place. It's not the right time. It's just not appropriate. J. Cole, to me, like you said, was in his feelings. He felt some kind of way about something that she said in a tweet that, from what it looks like, wasn't even directed towards him. It was a and broad, like it's a lot of conscious rappers it's out there. It's a lot of like, everybody kind of rappers. That ain't said nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. My thing is, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. That's what he should have did. Like you said, he should have he should have wrote in his journal, bro. <laughs> he should have yeah, called up some friends. He, he, he could have tweeted her. Like, yes, like yes. Make, make it public. Like, hey, like we're having a debate. Yes. I would have. I, I actually, I think I would have respected a, 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 a visual debate. Yes. Seeing this play out one by one. Yes. Uh, and I would have seen like, okay, he's trying to learn. But you you showing you making a song essentially it kind of almost brought my like maybe j cole really is just about just about the money like and for a split second i was like i mean he is a businessman so now my direct my, my t- entire focus has gone off conscious j cole to businessman j cole and businessman yes. j cole is it's not somebody i want to think about because that makes me think like oh he doesn't really care about the cause he just cares about his money so now so now it's, it's almost like i don't i don't agree with the whole like i said canceling yeah. j cole does he does a lot for people like he, yeah. he's, he does a lot. He's been community. active. We've seen yeah, him in a lot of different places. You know? He's made like, songs he, about our issues. So that's not to say that he's yeah, never like, he's made. He's definitely songs. a big person. In, like he, he, normally, he normally does things. So for, I don't think she was talking about him. I think she was talking about other rappers that people, like, for instance, the baby blatantly put a video out saying, like, making fun of, like, the causes. Like, people were like, oh, let's, let's boycott Chick-fil-A. And he's like, I was just talking about Chick-fil-A too. Oh. Like, like he was blatantly eating a video. He was in the video okay. eating Chick-fil-A. So okay. she could have been talking about literally anyone, but he Anybody. decided to take it personal. So that's why my thing, maybe he's a businessman. Maybe he's like, oh, maybe he's just, you know, maybe it's a rollout. Maybe she's signed to him. No one knows. Maybe it's all this stuff. Cause she is like, she's a rapper and 
to be real, if it was if it was a beef, it's right now with zero one no name or no Nami. I thought it was no Nami when I first saw it because I never heard of her. No Nami. <laughs> it's zero one no Nami because she that her man, she went hard in her song. Here's what I, I feel like Cole was doing, and this is what I feel like he wasn't wrong for it. You're not wrong for feeling how you feel, but like you yeah. said, you can say whatever you want, results may vary. So here's what he's saying, because I've come across this in my life personally. Um, you have all this information, because he does big her up, right? This queen, yeah. she's so knowledgeable, mm-hmm. she knows more than I do. Yep. So he's, he, he goes in with all of that, right? He's smooth with it. <laughs> And then he starts talking about how you can't talk down on people because they don't know as much as you do. Like you can't force feed somebody information and then get mad when they're not doing what you want them to do. That part is true. I agree with him with that. Like I said, I've been there. I've started becoming aware of history and social issues and stuff around the age of 16. I was going hard, bro. I'm like, y'all going to take this information. Yeah, but you're like, it turns turn into like by rating. Like you're like yeah. literally attacking people at certain, certain points. Yeah, you know, yeah. calm down. I'm not taking this yeah. information in. You're just yelling at me. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I feel like that's what he's saying. Like you have to, like at one point he's like, you know, y'all think of them as like children. You have to be gentle with them. You can't force it on them. So I agree with that. The fact that he came for her, though, specifically, specifically, it's like, why are you so in your feelings about this dude? And why are you coming for this this person that you're calling a queen, so educated, knowledgeable, all these different kinds of things? Gaslighting. It's the That's... worst time because Black women are literally telling mm-hmm. us help. we do not feel safe around they're, you guys. They're begging for help. Yes. <laughs> like blatantly yes. like out here begging for help. And not only are they begging for help, they're also trying to protect us. Yes. So so they're literally yes. they so and so they have no defense because they, they want to be behind us but be protected by us, but instead they're in front of us protecting us and they're being attacked for uh, from both ends essentially now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's like for you to read the room, man. Like just read the room. Like, like you, you could have just as easily sent a tweet. Or PM. Like, I think the problem is today, people need to be seen and heard. And yes. J. Cole is not an artist that needs the money. Like, I can, I've, I follow J. Cole religiously. Like, yes. from the moment he's, like, the moment he did the Dreamville record, everything. He does not need the money. No. He has his, his team going. He has everything going on. I don't know. I, I, I genuinely think he got upset because he's been doing a lot. And for somebody, he, 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 put, himself in a, he put himself in a, it's a shoe fit situation. Yes. And of course, if you broaden if you broaden the spectrum, the shoe does fit. Like, you know, he is a rapper and he hasn't made music about this this this, this current situation. However, in his discography, he's con- every every album, every mixtape, he's he's done at least two or three songs about black people being impoverished or something. Yeah. Something. But here's here's what we don't know. Maybe he heard through the grapevine that that tweet was about him. She popped up in the mouth. Yeah, yeah maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he heard, and it was like, bro, no name talking about you. <laughs> and, and, he, and he may have been like, hey, she, she gonna talk about me behind my back. I'm gonna put it out there. I don't know. Maybe that's the case. I don't, I don't know them. I don't know who they are connected to, or whatever. That, but, no, it's funny because he did something similar with that little pump thing, you know, with the fuck J Cole. Oh, excuse me, like with Karan, FJ Cole. FJ Karan Cole. told me about that. Yeah, he did something similar. <laughs> he, he was like, he's like, yo. Let me just call you out publicly, and then I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hold like host like an hour long interview about how much smart I am. And you like if you if, you, if anyone watches this interview, I'm wasting an hour of my life. This yeah. man literally sat around with a high teenager, yes. Jayco consciously aware, completely sober, sitting around like you smarter than you think. You giving up all this information, you know, you're yeah. talking about good stuff in the mouth, but I can tell you smart, you smart. Yeah. And then, then you got this kid's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like you can tell yeah. out of his mind the entire interview. And and I was like, oh my God, Jake Cole's a, Cole's a genius. Like he literally just pulled it, held an interview yes. with a kid to just prove, some, like without saying how, how smart he is, he yeah. proved that he was smarter than this this, this child. Yeah. And, and then we're all, it was a good rollout, a good idea, smart on his part. I So I could see this being something trying to do again. Like I'm trying to put my, paint, paint myself as the hero. I just don't, I love J. Cole. I just, I was just about to ask you that. Do you see him doing that with no name? Yeah. But again, it's got it's also be a rollout. Like, I wouldn't, I also wouldn't be surprised if they have a song together. You think so? I, I wouldn't, because I also, I'm really big into hip hop, really big into music. Yeah. I would not be surprised if they have a song together and it comes out not with this album. I think, or maybe it comes out as a single. Maybe yeah. they're trying to, maybe they're rolling out something that no one knows about. There's nothing I in, in music that happens without a rollout. That's a good like, point. I, I don't think. For instance, uh, I don't think his label lets him. S- Everything he does, J. Cole does is calculated. There's okay. no possible way. Like, J. Cole doesn't tweet. J. Cole doesn't post, post videos. J. Cole doesn't do anything. Everything he does is calculated. Like, down to his, he made a documentary about making songs. You know, like, who does really? that? Really? Uh, so it's like, <laughs> I think, I, want, I really want to believe he's smarter than this and he didn't act off emotion. Because he is human, and like I can't judge him for being human. Like, yeah, out of J. Cole's perfect life, perfect career, never doing anything wrong. J. Cole was literally admitted to cheating in one of his songs with, with his girl, yes. and no one talks about this. So J. Cole no. is this perfect little angel, and all of a sudden now he's, he's being, on a pedestal, bro. Yeah, he's put being him shot. On a pedestal. So now, so now the light's being like kind of like kind of taken off from him. Like, yo, maybe you as conscious as we thought you was, and he's like, yo, 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 fam, fam, fam. It's her fault. Like that's <laughs> that's essentially what I just saw. That's what I'm saying. Or play victim. It's it's my fault, but only because I don't know as much as her. It's gaslighting. No. That's I don't gaslighting. know as much. I'm ignorant, guys. I can see him. Kind of, I see him kind of flipping like that. Trying to make us. Trying to make us feel crazy for making him for for, him, for what he said. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's it's gas- what gaslighting is. And trust me, it's from someone who's been gaslighted a lot in his life. That's gaslighting. Like someone who constantly <laughs> makes you feel makes you feel guilty or makes you feel crazy for the things that they said and they done or make you feel crazy for how you feel. Like yeah. yes, Jaco, I feel like you were wrong for responding. You don't understand. She attacked me. Like yeah, I'm gonna make a yeah. song. She's smart. Yeah, no, I agree. She's smarter than me, but she ain't trying to educate me. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Know, or him being like, I'm I'm supporting everybody in the streets and in these communities that don't have access to this awareness yet, man. You got to be easy with us. You can't be out here forcing us and making us learn things or or be on the same level of, of consciousness as you because that's not realistic. I could see him trying to go that route too, but I liked how she responded. Because her song, it was short, and she was pretty much, to sum it up, is like, bruh, with everything going on, you gonna make a song about me? You could have made a song about anything. You gonna make a song about me. (laughs) You gonna make a song about me. But then again, that's why I I hated her response, because it was like, you essentially, now the attention, the moment she responded, the attention immediately went off uh, the issue, which is, I think, I don't say, I hate saying the word white people, because I I, I don't want, I have white friends, I don't want to. It took the attention, like, People look for a reason. Any re- people have been looking for any reason. Any any media has been looking for anything possible yeah. to take, take the attention off protests, take the attention off George yes. Floyd. Uh, I, I can't remember everyone's name at the moment. I'm sorry. But, no, you're um, fine. It's, it's been a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But George Floyd is obviously the one that rings in my head. Yeah. People like George Floyd, it's all these wrong situations that's happened. They're looking for any reason possible to take the attention off that and take it on something else because they're sick of seeing us in the news. Yeah. In a positive way. 
Sick of seeing us yeah. in a positive way. So they look for anything possible. Like like we were, I was doing a podcast earlier and they were saying how all these other like Bleacher Report and all the other places are posting like Black Lives Matter, all this good stuff. And then the Shade Room doesn't post anything positive. The Shade Room, the, the big one of the biggest black people platforms out there only yeah. post satire. Still, still, still posting satire, still posting negative things about black people, uh, down things about black people. And so it's like the first thing they post is like, you know, J. Cole's beefing or something like that. But they won't, but they haven't posted anything about Black Lives Matter. And so they're looking for any reason possible. And now No Nami and J. Cole have now given No Nami. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I swear I thought that was a name. But I can't stop saying it. Uh, <laughs> it, it rolls off the tongue. No Nami. But, uh, it's easier than no I, name. I, it, it sounds conscious to me. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, now, so now the attention is now taken off the issues and posted on, oh, you heard J. Cole new beef? And that's which, what some people talking about. And the song which adds like, fuel to this whole good. thought of black on black violence and how we fight against each There's other. There's no such thing. It adds no fuel thing. to that, you know. No it such thing as black that. on black violence. No such thing. I hate. So that. Justin, because we can go, we can go yeah, way sorry. into yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. no. Yeah, you're, you're good, bro. Don't apologize <laughs> for anything. You're good. Um, the only person that probably needs to apologize is J Cole. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> J Cole, if you're listening, uh, please don't. Cancel me, sorry. Yeah, please pay off my student loans, bro. I love do you. Some. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do? Because you know, this is about Father's Day and being a man. Right, you right, know? right. What can men do to better support women? Because this is what this whole thing is about. When women don't feel like we're protecting them. Listen and shut mm. shut up. <laughs> uh, and I I can't. Those are my two biggest things. I yeah. tell everyone, yo. I'll give you an example if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Uh, it's a bit long with an example. I was in the military for yes. six years, uh, U.S. Air Force. Yes. And they constantly push, don't rape, don't rape, don't rape. It's uh-huh. all like, if you, if you get any briefing, if you don't remember any briefing in your life, you remember the don't rape briefing. Yes. Because rape culture is really big in the military. Like, it's mm-hmm. a common thing. You know, one drink means no. That's what, that's what okay. they tell you. Because if she, if she drinks once, it means she can't consent. And if she, if she, can, if she confesses, if you confess in, in a court, like if you were drinking, you both had sex, and she didn't want it, and she says at one point in time she didn't want it, you admit this alcohol, you raped her. Yo, so it's such okay. a such a it's such a big thing in the military. Uh-huh. So as in the military, as a guy, you feel defenseless because they they if you feel like oh they're giving women all the power. Yeah. And so I was that guy at first. You know, I was like, yo, women, I can't believe women. I I had a I had a friend who got accused of sexual assault. Yeah. And I assumed I knew the guy really well. And it was like, I was like, she's crazy. Homeboy would never do that. My homeboy would never do something like that. Yeah, and you know, and everyone was on his side, so it made the girl look crazy because again, all of the, the military military is majority men, mm-hmm. so everyone's on the man side. It's like, oh man, it's, 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 it's the system built against men. So the, you know, he got off and everything was all, all honky dory or whatever. And uh, so I was always that way. And then one day, I, have a, I was in, approached by a situation where someone was sexually assaulted, and they for, I was the first person they called like right after it happened. So yeah. I zoomed to their place and I was like, yo, let's let's, let's follow the steps. Let's start from like the in steps military was like, you know, call the victim advocate uh, support system, go to the hospital, get evidence taken, all this. We followed steps from A to Z. Yeah. And the guy, and the guy still got off. And I was, I, I, I essentially witnessed the whole thing happen. And I was like, yeah. and I was like, I, I remember I went to a court trial and everything, and the guy just got off. Like, because essentially it was a male judge. And it makes it worse, the guy had multiple women there who didn't know each other, all there for the same reason. Like they they found like at least five women that come that yeah. came for the exact same reason who had no connection to each other so they couldn't collaborate their stories. These women didn't even know that there were other witnesses coming. 
and this guy had five women, different women come. This man has a wife and a child and was still out here doing what he could do to women. And he got off. And my whole, my whole perspective changed. I was like, I've been like attacking women the whole time. And I was like, I didn't even realize like, yo, women, women ain't just gonna lie for no reason. Yeah. Like if a woman feels abused or assaulted, like it's cause something happened. Like she felt uncomfortable and you, or you did something, you did something at some point in time to make her feel uncomfortable. And it's very but, common. And I didn't listen. And my, yeah. I didn't listen. My biggest thing was like, I never listened. If a chick told me, oh, I think, you know, I was with this guy last night and I just don't, I'm like, oh, were you drinking? First thing I asked, were you drinking? Oh, sh- probably your fault then. As soon as yeah. I was blaming, and like, if, if anyone's listening that knows me from past me, I, or if I become famous and you look at my past, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize now. Yeah. Uh, I was a very ignorant male. Yeah. We don't listen. Yeah. And another thing was like, and because I didn't listen, I wasn't educated. I wasn't educated enough because I wasn't educated. I was talking, like essentially talking out of my butt yeah. and defending, randomly defending essentially a guy who I also did not know was what I knew, knew was the woman. So now I'm like, so I said, first thing was listen. Second thing was shut up. Like sometimes I, like, I didn't know what's best. I don't know what it's like to feel sexually assaulted. I don't know what it's like to feel unsafe in a room full of, full of men. Yeah. Like, because I'm the only, you know, female. I don't know what it's like. So, but instead, I was instead of me shutting up and listening, or shutting up in center in general, and just letting letting her speak, I was talking over her because I was like, "What do you mean? These ain't nothing but a room full of good guys." So now I'm not only taking her power away, I'm making her seem like an idiot because I know the guys as good guys, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. she she's the re- women don't just feel uncomfortable for no reason. Like no. Women, women are smart. Women are way smarter than men. Yeah. If, if, a home, if, a home, if you got a girl, your homegirl walk in the room and see your homeboy and she's like, yo, I don't want you around your homeboy no more. It's probably because homeboy got, got a thing for your girl. And she tried yeah. Women yeah. are smart. So, but men don't listen. We, we don't, and we don't shut up. <laughs> we, we just talk over, we talk over women, especially black women. We, we think black women are angry. We blame yes. black women because they're so, oh, I'm so sick of this angry black. I'm going to give me a white girl because black girls ain't nothing but angry and mean. Yo, they angry because we constantly talk over them and don't shut up. We don't listen. That's my thing. Listen and shut up. Or shut up and listen. <laughs> Either or. In, in, in any order. Um, what's crazy is when you start looking at statistics and uh, numbers and you, you interact with women of different ages, you'll find that sexual assault is, is common. And that, that when I started learning about that, I was like, that is, that's horrible. For lack of a better scary. word, that is horrible that's and scary. scary. Yeah, it's, how, how can we live in a world where that is common? And it's just like the norm almost, you know what I mean? Like, I, I've heard, I remember hearing this, not in my family, thankfully, but I, I, I remember hearing about this through like movies and different things where, You'll have an older woman tell a younger woman, a uh, girl or whatever, don't you don't wear those kind of clothes when when Joe come over, Uncle Joe mm-hmm. come over because you know, and it really doesn't even get an explanation. Just don't wear those clothes, and it's like you're coming. You're you know, so and so coming over. Yeah, yeah. You you're talking to her to change her clothes instead of addressing the pedophilic behaviors of the the adult. Like he's getting a pass because he's a man. Mm-hmm. And the stories of, you know, people being abused by uncles and grandfathers and, and fathers. Um, it's just, man. It's sick. It's like, sick. It's, you know, it's funny because one thing changed my perspective a lot also was having a daughter. And then, and then realizing, I was like, you know, and so I, said something, I said something the other day, my friend was talking to her son. And I guess they were on, 
her son was playing was Xbox or Fortnite or something online. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we're talking about this girl's like, oh, I'm just trying to get in their pants. But like, he didn't say it, but her, his, she heard her her son's friend say over like the mic. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm trying to get, bro, I'm just trying to get in her pants, bro. Like, I'm trying to, trying to get with her. And her mom got, his mom got mad. She was like, yeah. you know, she's like, do you condone this kind of conversation? And I was like, and I first thing I said, I was like, man, it's just a guy. Like, calm down. And I was like, and she was like, how would you feel? Before I even thought about what I said, she was like, how would you feel if, if, if you knew Scarlett was, was a butt in the conversation? And Ooh. I stopped. And I was like, and I was like, <laughs> and I, and I, and I, and I, I'm never one to, I'm, I'm, and I'm one to quickly admit when I'm wrong. And I, so mm-hmm. I looked, I was like, you know what? I'm really sorry. Yeah. I was like, I actually don't know how that feels. Yeah. And again, I, I listened, I shut up and I listened. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing, like I said, it was just because like having a daughter was like, I was like, yo, like my kid's essentially going to be the person that somebody was like, yo, I'm trying to f- figure out what, what like something I'm trying to brush up on. I'm like, yo, like yeah. I, 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 I'm essentially powerless because I'm work or I'm at home and she's yeah. at school all day. And I remember being that. Yeah, and I remember being that kid in school, like you know, looking at a girl's butt, and essentially a girl as a teenager, a girl ain't nothing to you but legs and legs, butt and, and tits. A sexual object. Yeah, and it's because, and it's, and, it's, and it's not because what I was taught. It's just just what I was seeing, like what what I've seen on TV, movies, and everything is like, yo, you, if a if a girl walking by you with tight pants on, she means she that means she wants it. It's how you're socialized. Yeah, it's how, how we're socialized. Con- how you're conditioned. Yeah, but. I think what we have to understand, Justin, is that there are all different kinds of privilege. So we've done a lot of talking about white privilege, right? In the recent years with the murders and everything, we haven't had these kind of conversations in mass about male privilege. The privilege you get from being a man, when you leave your house at night to go wherever, most men aren't like, I need to carry a taser or pepper spray or make sure somebody knows where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think about that. I'm going to the store. I'll be back. That's different for most women, right? They're like, I got to let so-and-so know. I make sure this, I got to make sure my keys is ready in my hand when I walk back to my car because human trafficking is a real thing. Sexual trafficking is a real thing. All these different kinds of things that affect mostly women and children, right? Mm -hmm. We don't have to do that. I think one of the things you said, you said, I don't have that experience of of feeling um, threatened when I walk into a room of men. Yep. I would imagine you don't. I don't either. But we do have the experience, or probably, you know, most black individuals have the experience of walking into a, a space where there aren't a lot of black people. Where you're the and only now black you're person. You're on guard. Now yeah. you're like, okay, you know, let me. Yeah. Let me. And imagine so imagine that all the time, like yes. wherever you go, yes. which is sick. Because yes. women, there are more, I think it was like 27, it was like three to one women in the world. Yeah. Like three or four women. That's a lot of women. So for a woman to go somewhere and still hurt for her to be, still be the minority and then constantly feel guarded and shielded. Yes. Not, not just in a room, but everywhere, walking down the street, walking to yes. her car, walking to her car, on a, on a Skype call at work, somebody makes yeah. an inappropriate comment and you can't respond because you're the only female on, on the phone call. Like, yes. That's scary. And the threat <laughs> of people not... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? The threat of people not believing you I'm, when you do come out against. I'm currently working on a uh, short film about this. Oh, I'm okay. Making, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm, I, I, I put it on hold because of everything going on in the world. I'm yeah. trying to get my life in order. Yeah. Uh, about a woman who essentially goes through three stages of she was raped and she goes three different scenarios of what she does. And one of the scenarios is. Uh, her telling immediately, but no one believing her because the guy was such a has such a reputable has such a high reputation. 
So Ooh, everyone's no. like, oh, well, so it immediately goes from he raped me to what were you wearing? Yeah. Did you, mm. did you really want it? Like, mm. what, what, what did you say? What did you do? And so, I, so like, like I said, me experiencing that rape situation uh, with someone else kind of brought light to the whole situation. Like, oh, my God, like she did everything right. Yeah. And she's still lost. Yeah. I was like, she was, and then so I, I get pissed off when I see like, should women get, uh, should women get sent to jail for falsely accusing men of rape? Who, how do you know they falsely accused them? Just because you lost the trial, I mean, you falsely accused somebody. It just means you had a better lawyer than I did. So now you're going to send somebody to jail for telling you, hey, I was fucking, oh, excuse the language, no, uh, send somebody to jail because I was raped. Yeah. And, and, and then, and, because I lost the trial, I'm going to jail because I was raped and I just I, I, I couldn't afford a good lawyer. Yeah, the whole Brock Turner which, thing, which is insane, which is insane. Like he, he spent like what Turner three months? Thing. Yeah, something small. Something like, small. Something, something yeah. small. And he and was, was caught. Like, <laughs> like because caught. He, he was physically seen had witnesses. Yes. Everything. yes. And his yeah. plea was, "I we don't want to ruin his young life." Yeah. <laughs> he has a bright future. Male, that two kind of privilege there. Yeah, male privilege. I was actually white privilege. As a man, I was ashamed of that one. Like, yeah, I I, I took that from the perspective. When that happened, I took that from the perspective of a man more so than I did a black man. It's yeah, just because yeah, white privilege always plays a plays a role in everything. So I'm, yes, I'm, I'm I'm aware that's always there. However, as a male, yes. I definitely think as a male, he definitely that 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 was him being the reputable again the reputable male, the guy yeah. who. The head of the swim team going to this great college. Mom and daddy got money. Like, do you know there's a word, by the way, for um, I say white kids, uh, privileged young children who don't have responsibilities or, or families with essentially were rich. It's called if, 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 if they do something, they do something out of place. It's called affluenza. Okay, yep, uh, yep. I remember. Yep. Affluenza is essentially yeah. a word for essentially it's a white word for white privilege. It's yeah. essentially your family yep. has money, you were never disciplined. Yeah, and you do something wrong. You, your your scapegoat cause is affluenza, and it sounds like the flu. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a sickness. Yeah, sounds like a sickness. Like so, so you telling yeah. me because my my cousin who was grew up in the hood, grew up in the projects, grew up in the ghetto, who seen his cousin get shot, seen his father get mm -hmm. shot, seen so and so get stabbed, all constantly fighting for his life every single day. He does one thing wrong because he's trying to make and get food for his family, and he goes to, he gets sent to jail for or gets arrested for it. He's going to jail for X amount of time because he is he found he found like a dime bag in his pocket. Now same same scenario except this kid was rich, his family had money, he was never disciplined because he had money and because his family was rich and he was privileged enough. He he's get labeled after Windsor while my cousin is labeled a thug. Why? Yeah, yeah. Because because money. And a product of his environment, yeah, because of money, status. Yeah, but that that, that opens a whole other. It's a whole other topic yeah. about PTSD and like how this, uh, how like the military put a monopoly on PTSD, and I'm not gonna go into that. Oh, well, Justin got knowledge, <laughs> y'all. I'm telling y'all, y'all want to learn more? <laughs> check out his podcast, man. He he has a lot of information. Justin, let's end with this last topic, and we can, we can expound upon it, but I want to put it out there. What do it's, it's two parts. What are you doing or what will you do to prepare your daughter for this world? And what should men do to hold other men more accountable in regards to like sexual abuse, rape, not respecting women or abusing male privilege? Repeat that first part one more time. Just so I can make sure I get it right. What are you doing to prepare your daughter or what have you already done to prepare your daughter for this world? <laughs> I know it's a lot. She's a young black girl. Uh, yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I actually, today, uh, I, I realized it 
I, I'm all about positive affirmations. I'm all about positive vibes, sending yeah. what you putting what you want to the universe, saying 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 things and what you say brings things to fruition. Uh, you know, you're you're worried some actions. Essentially, your how what you say is a spell, and what you put into your life is what what, what comes what comes forth. Every time I see my daughter, hey beautiful, hey princess, hey queen. What's up, little? Like I've never, I, I do my best not to call her an ass. Like but maybe some people are like, oh, my daughter's an asshole. My kids are dick. My kids are. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right, like, and like if I get mad at her, I'm like, you beautiful child of God. Like that's what I say. Like, if I get mad at her, like I, like I know that. what I, I know what I want to say, but I'm like, you beautiful child of God. Like stop being yeah. a little angel. And, you know. <laughs> so it's like, I want her to know, like, I, and I will say, and, and as she gets older, I'm gonna constantly be the person that, to her, I got what you want. If you need something, come to me. Yeah. I, I said before I had a daughter, I'm like, I'm never gonna spoil my kids. Why not? And everyone's like, Are oh, you spoiling her? Good. She don't need nothing from nobody else. She don't need. Yeah. Fact, she don't need. I, like, no way. If she needs something, come to me. Like, if yeah. you got trouble with something, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want you to think at any point in time any other man can, or woman can anyone else can give you anything else that you can't get yourself or you can't get from your parents or from me. I was like, if I gotta work work down to my fingers and toes, like I, you are getting anything you want. And that's, it's, it's gonna be that way, and I'm kind of constantly tell her like, you know, you're a queen, you're a princess. I love you. Like, I'm, I'm gonna constantly tell her like, so, so whenever she does decide to get a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, it's gonna be either you treat me with equal or more respect than what my father's been treating me as, or you, you, I don't like, I don't, I don't deserve to be called anything other than queen. Yes. So I constantly do that. So, so she's used to it. Even, even like. Let's say, like, right at school, like, if she was at school and, like, guys, like, yo, what up, what up, mom? Like, I'm not sure if this is going to be the terminology when their yeah, kids yeah. are older. It's going to be something you know, weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> what up, Shabuka? Like, you know, so, so, <laughs> but, yeah, but even so, like, anything other than your, anything, anything other than your positive affirmation or your name, go for it. In fact, no, positive affirmation. No, your name ain't good enough. That's, that's, yeah. I, I want her to think that she, does, she deserves to have flowers, flowers on her doorsteps every single morning. Bro, that's that's beautiful because you're setting the bar high for her, so she won't. Hopefully, you know, because children do their own things, they get older. Yeah, you know, you do your thing. Yeah, we're all teenagers. Yeah, she (laughs) won't be the kind of girl that gets swayed by the smooth talking dude that comes in with that "Hey, beautiful" or you know, whatever, whatever kind of line. Have you seen? Have you seen that meme? It's like uh, I'm trying to make sure my child's well traveled, so they they're not impressed by your little rusty, dusty sons trip to Miami. (laughs) I've seen that. But that's how it should be, right? Like yeah. I don't, I don't have any kids. Um, the only kid that I'm constantly around is my niece, for the most mm-hmm. part. And I try to do the same thing, where I try to make sure that she's developing a healthy uh, self-esteem, healthy self-worth, um, and that she sees what healthy masculinity looks like, mm-hmm. and how a man should interact with with women and other men. You know, that's important. Because they look at that and they learn the world through your actions. Kids are so. If anyone doesn't have a kid, kids like people tell you this, and I didn't believe it. Your kids are super smart. Like mm-hmm. anything you say, anything you pick up, even your mood, kids pick yeah. it up. And I yeah. didn't realize that until I had a kid. And like I, I, I remember one day I was breaking down, I was crying because everything was going on, and my daughter was in the room and she just playing with her toy. And she stopped playing with her toy and she came and sat in my lap, and I was like, and she just started, she started patting my head and like laughing. <laughs> I was like. You, like, how, and like, but it's not something she normally does. Like, I can tell. Yeah. Like, she has her mood. Like, you know, your kid. They have the, the isms. This was yeah. completely out of character for her. For her to yeah. just drop, a, drop what she was doing mid play and just come sit in my lap and just come pat my head. Like, that's that's that's. How that's do you? Dope. Like, what, where did this come from? 
so like stuff like that, or like you know, you 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 drop something. You say you say a thousand words a day. You drop something, and somebody tells you, shit. And now that's all your kids saying all day. Your kids recognize so they're little much. sponges. Yeah, they're little yeah, sponges. And like, and like so my, my daughter learned sign language before she could talk. So really? like, before, yeah, she knows sign language. So what? She, so like, I don't know what she's saying sometimes, but she'll she'll be like, oh, she'll like this. Like, oh, you want drink? And she and she goes, thank you. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, she wants water. That's amazing. Or like she'll be like, or like she'll be eating, and she'll be like this. And I'm like, oh, you want more? She's like, yeah, yeah thank you. And I'm like, that's oh. amazing. So like kids, are, like if, if you put it in front of them, like I, I didn't think kids would understand. Like I, I used to put on like sign language TV, uh, Netflix stuff in yeah. front of her uh, called Mr. Tumble. If anyone's interested, uh, YouTube kids, Mr. Tumble. It's he's a sign language thing. Okay. And like it'll be stuff like you know veterinarian, and they'll be like some crazy hand sign. I'm like she's not gonna get that. She, and she, so they'll say veterinarian before the video. She she'll do it with her hands. I was like what the. <laughs> I was like she doesn't know what she, but she doesn't know what a veterinarian is, but she but because again you put it in front of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, if you start early with kids, positive, positive information. If you have a child, boy, girl, teach a boy not to rape, and teach a girl that nothing she does deserves. She she doesn't deserve anything other than being treated like a the queen she is or the princess she is, uh, just because of how she dresses, looks, acts, or talks. Yeah, and teach, but but the problem is it shouldn't you shouldn't have teacher that you should teach men because how she looks, dressed, acts, or talks, she doesn't deserve anything other than being treated being called uh, a queen. So what what can men do to do in what? regards to 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 stop? I don't think we'll ever stop, but to like educate other men. What can we do to hold ourselves and and our friends and family members more accountable to expose call them out? Okay. Call them out. Call them also. out. I was I, growing up. I I, I was experiencing situation where it's like you know hide your stuff because you know you so and so coming over and that, you know, that cousin be stealing. Yeah. Why can't we just approach that cousin for stealing? <laughs> yeah, call, right. Call them out. Like, and it's, it's one yeah. thing. Black black families are super. Oh, I don't want to hurt. I don't hurt that person feeling. You know, they, they be my they be my family. So and so, I moved away from my family. I've never been close to my family. I'm not ashamed to say this. I've never been close to my family. I've always yeah. been an outcast. I've always been the one who didn't fit in. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just was it wasn't me. And because I, I wasn't, a, I, I knew I didn't fit in. I didn't like what was going on. I didn't like what I saw. So I just distanced myself. When I moved away, I moved away. I moved, I moved out when I was 18, moved to a city. I didn't know anybody. Started over myself, moved overseas when I was 20. Uh, didn't look back. I, I don't like the idea of people not being able to call people out for situations or issues. Yes. Like if I don't like you, I'm going to tell you I don't, I don't like you. And I'm going to tell you why I don't like you. Yeah. And it's up to you to fix that situation. Like, yeah. if you don't like me, let me know. They don't beat around the bush. I, one thing, black families are really good at like talking so much trash behind your back that in your face, oh, hey, sister girl. Oh, hey, what up, bro, man? Like, yeah. man, I ain't saying you in yeah. a minute. He walk away, like, man, you know what I mean? I heard, I heard he was like, struggling. Don't talk about my back. Yeah, he behind yeah. on child support. Y'all heard yeah. about that? <laughs> yeah, man, like, look, if, if, if you know I'm sleeping on my child support, yo, call me out. Yo, yeah. Yo, take care of responsibility. Don't come, don't come over here no more. Yeah, that's that's how that's, that's how my friend circle to be. If I got a friend, like God forbid, uh, if if and when Quran has kids and he decides, you know, it'll be hard in this kid's life, and he's not doing anything to help this kid, yo, Quran, I don't think he'd be friends with you no more. Yeah, and that's Quran. and this and, and, and this, we, is, this is this is blunt as it's gonna be. Like, I, if gonna, you if you if you have a child or if you have responsibilities, you choose to not take care of responsibility, something as big as a child, then it's not the kind of person I want I want to have in my life. 
So start calling people out as a man. Call people out. If you see your homeboy, if you see a girl in a party that's had a one too many drinks and your homeboy over there or your homeboy makes his mission to get a girl drunk and try to get her home, that's yes. rape. That is sexual assault. Yes. If a man is trying to purposely get a woman incoherent to get her in the position where she cannot contain herself or control herself or control her body, and she is unaware of what's happening, then guess what, buddy? That's raping. If you've done it, if, it, if the shoe fits, then guess what? You're probably a rapist. Yeah. And why just, would you I'm, want to associate with that? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I don't want to be associated with somebody who's, who, who willingly, purposely goes out his way to get a woman in an incoherent position to bring her back to his place, to brag about having dead fish sex. Any kind of disrespect towards women should be dead at this point. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear about you hitting on your woman. I don't want to hear about you, the argument, you calling her all out of her name. Call like, them out. Emotional. Call them out. Yeah, all of it. All of call them out. And like, I, I, I don't mean, I want to say call them out. I don't mean publicly embarrass a person on social media because if a person does have a near and dear respect to your heart, maybe they just uneducated. And like, like I think we had a previous podcast about it where you were like, uh, sometimes we don't give, we can't speak before we can educate them. Yeah. Educate that person. Like, yo, yeah. my mans, every time we go out with you, you, you be, you, you, you overstep. Like you yeah. be, yeah. Grab yeah. you be on women, you be dancing on women. Yeah. Yo, if, if this keeps happening, you ain't going out with us no more. You might have to leave the circle. Yeah. It might take that moment. Like, yo, maybe he's right. It took my, yeah. Like I said, it took my homeboy to sit me down and be like, look, you're, what you say about gay people is really disrespectful. And I don't like how it happens. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Let me fix the way I talk about talk about this, and I'll educate yes. myself. And I'm like, wow, I sound really ignorant about how I prefer to gay people. But you got to be open, everybody. You have to be open, regardless of who you are and what your privilege is. You have to be open to learning new things, and you have to be open open to challenging how you've been socialized. Mm-hmm. If you're not, then you're just gonna continue doing damage in the world, and you're gonna continue abusing people. And I ain't for that. I tell men. <laughs> I tell everyone. <laughs> two things first first thing is but when it comes to your opinion one doesn't need to be said and yes. two am I the one that needs to say it and then when it comes to men shut up and listen always with the great phrases bro I think oh, that's I'm, a I'm, great I'm, stopping I'm, point <laughs> <laughs> always <laughs> doesn't need to be said what was, the, what was the other word doesn't need what, to be said do, does it need does it absolutely need to be said and then uh-huh. two doesn't need to be said by me okay and both those answers are you when it comes to opinions both those answers are usually no. Like a lot of you. Yeah. Ninety percent of the time, it's no. And then you can say whatever you want, but understand, <laughs> people also have the right to do and respond however they want to as well. Yeah. Results so you can say, may you vary. Can say you can say whatever you want to me. However, comma results may vary. <laughs> like, and actually, I, I saw a video today of this Nazi guy. Like, it was a it was a gif, but this Nazi yeah. guy talking in this this black guy's face. It's a black guy punched me in the face, knocked him out, and it's yeah. like, hey. Results may vary. Hey, like, it's like, do I, condone, do, do I condone violence? No, but do I also, do I condone you being racist in my face? No, but it's your right to say what you want to say. Just don't, don't get upset if you got hands on you. Absolutely. Everybody, again, happy Father's Day. Um, it's a great day to be alive. Um, happy Father's Day. Cherish I love, each I love other. everyone. I love yes. you all. Yes. Love everybody. Cherish each other. Um, reach out to a, a man in your life that's doing a great job. And protect women at all costs uh this has been redirect i'm here again solo dolo without my co-host but i justin did a great job of filling in y'all justin hey hey karan i'm going to take your spot so you can <laughs> start your karan podcast what you gonna talk about <laughs> no. i'm kidding i'm kidding talk about washington north carolina all day long boy <laughs> <laughs>
this has been great. This has been great, man. Um, thank you for being up here. I, I, I didn't know you that long, but I like having a conversation with you, bro. You're very honest and you're willing <laughs> to talk about whatever. So yeah. that's, that's amazing. Anything you want to end with or, or share before we uh, I, just tell, I, I just always tell everyone before I like leave the presence of anyone. I was like, I love you. Uh, be blessed and make good choices. I'm a second that. I'm a second that. Thank you again, Justin. Take care, man. Happy Father's Day again to you. And please enjoy your day. I appreciate it.